All right, ladies and gentlemen, the podcast is back. My name is Uyo Uyo, and I have, uh, as usual, Femi's here anyway. I, no introductions. We know you're here. Uyo, I don't uh, need to be introduced. I'm the sort of person yeah, who that's what I'm running away I from walked into you. the room. Oh, my God. And immediately, the room comes alive. When you walked into this studio, the, this studio didn't the come alive. The lights were shut. The minute I walked through, <laughs> the lights just came on. The only thing Da-da. left The only thing left to have happened was probably the lights going off. Uyo, but you know, the light you know what, you dimmed. You know what we'll do? In fact, the mood dimmed. When Uyo, you know everything what will happen? Went down. One of these days, yeah. I'd love there to be like a small video recording. Just yeah. so people see the sort of aura I bring into the studio. <laughs> aura. The gang effect I you have. You don't have aura. <laughs> like the aura. gang effect. You, you know got when, shit going on, man. You know, when, you, know when, you know when Klopp says, gang pressing. That's it. That's that's why I bring <laughs> well, that's it. The reason why, that's the reason why I'm not telling you. I didn't explain the no, way No, I didn't say no. I said Klopp. Klopp. Hear my English. Oh, Klopp's gang pressing. Oh, you're not listening Klopp. to me. You're always thinking about Rafa. No, the problem that's is... your problem. The problem is you've dimmed the, the mood in the room, so I can't even think right because your, your aura... Gang pressing. Your aura is trash. Gang pressing. But anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome once again to the Rewind Podcast. Uh, Femi and I are back. Nigeria has uh, failed to qualify to the quarterfinals of AFCON. It's disappointing. I feel bad about it. Like, after watching the game, I felt like this was supposed to be our competition. A few players had Obviously, shown. Only you got that You memo. know, it, it wasn't just me. A lot of people Only you did. got that memo. You, you know, but hey, at the end of the day, it didn't happen. Like, going into this competition, Femi, we didn't expect much from the Super Eagles. Eguavon came, came on the scene, changed a few things, and we started playing well. And all of a sudden, there was hope. But now, the hopes have been killed. You know, Oh, you're under international best practice. So I will stick with that. Under international best practice. Eguavon should have more knowledge of this thing. Mm-hmm. Number one, being the technical director. Because I know Nigerians will start analyzing. Whatever Eguavon says, under yeah. international best practice, you've been on the job for over a year or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. You should have more you knowledge know. of the team. You should be able to sit in the dressing room and say, okay, Chukwese, I believe you can play on the left or on the right. Because I'm assuming that as a technical director, you know the innings of that team. Mm, so, right? so this begs the question, is he a good technical director? Well, Nigeria has its own sort of system. <laughs> yeah, That's why I'm trying to use international best practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that game, Uyo, in the tournament, yes, he played well in the first three games. I cannot deny. Knowing the mm-hmm. short time... He had to put mm-hmm, the team together. Mm-hmm. He played well, get his system through. There were no friendly games, get his tactics in. Some players even came in late. But Uyo, that said, you know, I think that if you're auditioning for a job, you need to do a lot better. Now, you Nigerians want to play good football. Mm. Good football doesn't always win you what you want. Mm-hmm. And I can mention quite a number of tournaments. In 2016, for example, the Euros, hey, Portugal didn't play the best football. Yeah, but they won. But they won. Yeah. And, and I was I was even telling someone recently that was it today or yesterday that the most times in competitions the teams yes. the teams that play the best football do end up winning. They get knocked out. Yeah, they get knocked out. Just and I, another example fortunes. would be 2004. Remember, I don't know. So for me, that was a, that was a big tournament, Euros. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was uh, the Czech Republic. Yeah, was it Czech 2004? When, 2004. Yes, that was the year that Greece won. Yeah. Czech was beating Czech, Czech beat um, um, Holland. They beat Germany. Took them out with ease. Like yeah. their football was mad. There was uh, Barosh, Kola. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was Nedved. There was Popolski. They had a very it good team. It was good team. It was Peter checking goal. Yeah, they met Greece with all the attacking football. Greece and they lost. Everything. As a matter of fact, even the Russian team. I can't remember the 2008. Euros. Two thousand and eight. Two thousand and eight. The Russian team were playing team. fantastic football. Even on the African scene. 
what Ivory Coast in 2006. Mm-hmm. Remember, Ivory Coast beat Nigeria mm-hmm. all the way to the final and lost it. They lost in the they, final. Uh, what Ivory Coast in 2012? Mm-hmm. They they went all the way to the final, lost to Zambia. Yeah, via penalties. Sometimes you can play the best sort of football, but doesn't it doesn't mean, mean yeah. Man City is a perfect example. Played great football, but, but, dominated but, the game, but, still lost to Chelsea. In but the final. I, I feel a gravum because I was thinking about this before that quarterfinal game. In fact, when we started playing well, quarterfinal, which quarterfinal uh, uh, before we sorry the second round. Because all of a sudden, <laughs> I started, I'm like, Yo, you're, you're thinking like every other Nigerian. <laughs> but I'm, well, we all thought we we're going to the quarterfinals. But anyway, yeah. when be, after the second game, I, I was thinking the, the only outlet for this team, the Super Eagles team, is the wings. Was it it was obvious. It was was Simon and Chukwueze. Chukwueze just was struggling to get into. For, so it was just Simon. you know, but Moses Simon was getting it right, and it was the wing. So I was thinking, what happens when this team is being found out? It, and it was obvious that we were going to be found out very soon. Yep. Guavon should have created another means that we can have outlets. Either Moses Simon drops in deep to get the ball and then moves in, or cuts in every time he gets the ball because it was obvious it was being doubled every time he had the ball. What was Guavon thinking? He made the changes very late in that game. Unfortunately, we got a red card. But it just makes me think. He's he the man handling that. He's handled the team uh, twice mm-hmm. uh, before. Mm-hmm. This is his third coming, mm-hmm. and then you make this kind of error. Does that make him? Is he is he the man? Because I I see I, now. I I, I want to believe he is because we've seen signs of something nice, and he's learned from this. But moving forward, are we sure he's not going to make a similar mistake? So Uyo, for me, moving forward, I don't think he is. I think we need to get him, and I and this is me. I think he's 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 um good as a technical director. He can take Nigeria if we fail to get Pesero in quick enough for that match playoffs. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, we need to look for a long-term solution. So whether we qualify for the World Cup or not, Eguavon is not the Eagles' long-term solution. because you So want he should to, handle the Eagles for the game against Ghana? I totally agree, because he's been there. He's at least had four games to audition. If he, if he qualifies us for, for after the Ghana game, sorry, if he qualifies us for the for the Ghana game... I still think that we need more... Our backroom staff, look... Our we shouldn't staff, go to the World Cup Our Eguavon. backroom staff, generally, for me, is poor. And I think it's one angle that we're always picking on the guy in front. But remember, you're as good as the people the, around you. Exactly. Yeah. Who are the people around him? Dr. Terry Aguaje. Mm-hmm. There's Aloy Agu. Mm-hmm. Who's Joseph been there forever, Ugo. by the way. Salis Very inexperienced. Uh, just I'm came like, back from. I'm, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like then, then you know. have the technical team. Austin, JJ Okocha. Who, by the way, was nowhere near the camp Kanu of the Wangu. Eagles. He was on TV. Kanu was busy doing there social was, media videos. Uh, what's his Amokachi. Name no, there was not. It wasn't even a Mokachi. There was Garbalawa. No, Garbalawa was in Nigeria. Wow, that was. I'm just on. saying that. Look, generally, we do not have that sort of tech. Look, a lot of things have to change. Number one, our goalkeeper coach has to change. That's my opinion. Aloy Agu has been on that job forever. And we have not produced another good goalkeeper <laughs> since Vincent <laughs> Enyama. Yeah. Kali Keme almost came through, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. of what happened. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't even trained right here a lot. I'm just saying that we've got a goalkeeper coach. And we're not seeing a lot of changes. Yeah, and we still have that issue. Maduka Okoye, he's uh, all right. He's not bad, but hey, he's world not the, class. He's not the, he's not the world class. He's yeah, not the he's best the, goalkeeper. Yeah, but, but he's African still young scene. and he has Uyo, time. He's not the best goalkeeper on the African scene. I'm uh, narrating it. Yeah, Let me even narrate yeah. more, a little more. Of the big teams, we have one of the poorest goalkeepers of the big teams. Yeah, true, based on their true, reputation, true. not what they do on the African scene. It, like compared to Vincent Yama, this is way below. Compared below. to Morocco, Morocco has got Bono. 
Mm-hmm. Andre Onana is for Cameroon. Yeah, those are those are world class. Mendy is for mm-hmm. Senegal. Those are world class players. So we're not on any level with those guys. So mm-hmm. what I think is, we need to get someone long term for the Super Eagles. You know, I, I hate to say this, but we raised it up in our when we walked through the door. I think we shouldn't have sacked Raw when we did. Uh, I think okay. that Raw should have taken the team to the Nations Cup. Mm-hmm. Whatever the outcome, we now decide. But but you you know I share the same same thing. Like yeah. I, I feel Gano Raw should have been allowed to handle the same at least for the Nations Cup. When we're done with the Nations Cup, uh, the World Cup qualifiers. Yeah, I mean I f- Ooh, I, f- I feel after like, the, the reason is here already. But but you know you know the thing like what we've seen after this the three games the Super Eagles played in the group phase of the of the Nations Cup has now made it kind of like opened our eyes to see that hey there's potential in this team personally I didn't see any potential Ooh, yo, so like it was is... the same thing over and over again yes we were winning games yes we were struggling to beat the likes of CAR and we got the results sometimes but but it, you just was like oh, man I don't see this team beating a, a world class team Ooh, yo, so this is what I think you know when Rock came on the scene we had the first World Cup qualifiers we took out Algeria, we is Cameroon, Zambia. And I'm referencing this because we all thought, oh, this is different. Now, as Raw moved on in the in his time at the Super League, he realized that our biggest problem is our defense. We are naive in terms of defense. We always lose concentration. Most of our recent losses have been as a fault of our defenders. It's not like we were outclassed. Our defenders just went to sleep. You mentioned the Argentina game at the World Cup. Our right wing back watched the left back of Argentina passed him defensively was asleep. Now, yes, you could blame Raw by saying, oh, Raw should have taken out Moses from that game. The second one at the Nations Cup, it was also a game of, uh, what's his name? Indidi. Fouling Mares at the edge of the 18, late into the game when it was 1-1. Now, the same thing happened at this Africa Cup of Nations. Defensively, we should have handled that situation a lot better. What I'm saying here is, I think what Raw did was he realized where our strength is and realized where our weakness was. You don't need to play great football to win. You just need to play. Chelsea on that took then play the best of football. But Chelsea mm-hmm. became a force to reckon with because of how they were set up. I felt that Raw would have done a lot better. And that's my opinion. Uh, well, I, I feel like Raw wouldn't have done any better. Like, I, I feel like we wouldn't have won. Have no, I, I feel like we wouldn't have won the Nations Cup. He would have progressed past this stage. But we, because he's very defense-minded, Eguavon is very attack-minded with the way he set up his team. So maybe that would have countered what Tunisia had to play. And we wouldn't have even been playing like this in the Nations Cup. However, I don't think Raw would have won the Nations Cup with the Super Eagles. With the kind of football we're playing prior to the Nations Cup, I don't think he would have. So I, I'm not saying he should have been sacked because I still I, I feel like he should have. It but was just a short time. Bridge. It was just a short time. But that's done. It's over. Over. Where do we go from here? Pizarro now looks like uh, he Pizarro himself is not even sure of getting the job anymore. Pizarro uh, should get the job. Uh, he well, has he signed papers? He's yet to sign papers, but he's been contacted. I heard there are issues with uh, the amount of money he wants to pay his backroom staff. Uh, the NFF is saying we are going to pay you your salary. Go and figure out what you're going to do with the money. But he's asking for more because he's bringing in back backroom staff. So uh, personally, I think Eguavon, let's not make the same mistake. Let's allow. Just see off the Ghana game, and from then on, we know what we are going to do uh, moving forward. But is that your take? You, you feel the same I way? I think I totally agree. Let Eguavon think at the team for um, March. You know, it's it's the 
it's a devil and a deep blue sea. If we're not just employing a manager for a tournament, if we're employing a manager to develop football generally, uh, more work needs to be done. I mentioned the backroom staff one. I also think that too, we need to do a proper football development. We've um, relegated our under 17s, under 20s. We've really failed in that department. Get Eguavon, didn't do all of that. That's not his job. Yeah. That's and that's why I'm switching back to Eguavon mm -hmm. as a technical director. You need to do more in terms of development. We need to see your blueprints. Yeah, because how you affect those teams. Because if you look at the current crop of players, most of them played in the age grade competitions in the past. You know, the attack line, Awuni, Yanacho, Sodikuma, Chikwezi, they all played in, in, mm -hmm. in those competitions and that, that led to where we are right now. But leaving Nigeria aside, it's done. We didn't qualify. Yeah, we cried. It's over anyway. <laughs> Guinea. Have failed to qualify for for the next round. I cannot imagine <laughs> what they will be thinking of when they meet their head. Of, like you know, they meet their head of state. Like guys, guys, have you have you guys, contributed the money? Have you paid it to the account? Have you sent it back? Well, we told you. It's one of our, I'm sure you know they have two orderlies by the side. Uh, they are going. That guy probably have like fourteen. Exactly, orderlies. like they're going off facing up. Like <laughs> who goes first? Maybe that's but, the reason why Navigator didn't play in, in this game in the second round game. No, he was suspended. Yeah. Oh, he was suspended. He was suspended. Okay. <laughs> but you know what was amazing? The fact, despite debutants Gambia going for it, was that Tom Saintfield. Yeah. We chased that guy to here. You know, yeah. we almost offered him the job, but the same one as I said, come on now. Come on. Come on now. I do, look at Gambia. It's Gambia now. And Gambia in the round of 16. We're not. Yes, they, they, they're in the round of 16 with Nigeria. You think they would have been playing the same football Gambia is playing? He would have tried that. I don't even. I, nah, come on. What's, what's, his, uh, what's his antecedents? Uh, anyway, let's leave that aside. Gambia has qualified anyway. Good for him. He's not a Nigerian coach, but he's the coach of Gambia, uh, let's hope the Guinean players will get home safely and everything will be fine. I doubt if anything is going to be done to them. They'll probably just take I, off from there. I'm sure most of them will go back to their clubs. Jackpa, jackpa. <laughs> because the president has warned them, if you come back without the trophy, you're paying the taxpayers' money that we used to, that we spent on As you. In, it's just straight out jackpa. Like, <laughs> no, really, there's no need. So yeah, we're done. Femi, we are done. Uh, you said it. Do I have to repeat it again? Like okay. you have to say, hey, to people, I'm, I'm, I'm. Okay. Look, yeah. Then you say something. You'll be like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're gone. Uyo, why do I have you, to see? Repeat? Let me tell you the thing. I, I'm basically carrying this podcast on my shoulders. Uyo, like she, Uyo, I'm, I'm carrying this Uyo, podcast she, on my shoulders Uyo, and I'm moving it around. Uyo, she, when I came in and I said I was the showstopper and you refused, you I are said, not okay, the showstopper. I'll let you handle it. The only it, thing you stopped I'll was let you, handle you stopped it. me from talking. That's what you. I will let you handle it. Now that I've allowed you, and you're still begging me to come back, ladies and gentlemen. I think we will kick Shergon out. Uh, I say Shergon. See? see what? See, Let's just go. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the podcast is back. My name is Uyo Uyo, and I have, uh, as usual, Femi's here anyway. I, no introductions. We know you're here. Uyo, I don't uh, need to be introduced. I'm the sort of person. Yeah, who that's why I'm running away I from walked into you. the room. Oh my god! And immediately the room comes alive. When you walked into this studio, the, this studio didn't the come alive. The lights were short. The minute I walked through, <laughs> the lights just came on. The only thing da -da. left. The only thing left to have happened was probably the lights going off. Uyo, but you know, the light you know what, you dimmed. Know what we'll do? In fact, the mood dimmed. When Uyo, you know everything what will happen? Went down. One of these days, yeah. I'd love there to be like a small video recording. Just yeah. so people see the sort of aura I bring into the studio. <laughs> aura. The gang, gang effect I you have. You don't have aura. 
<laughs> like the aura. Gen, gen effect. You, you know got when, shit going on, man. You, you know when you know when you know when Klopp says gigging pressing. <laughs> that's it. That's that's why. I well, that's it. the reason why. That's the reason why Manchester United is playing. No, I didn't say no. I said Klopp. Klopp. Hear my English. Oh, Klopp gigging pressing. Oh, you're not listening. You're thinking about Rafa. No, the problem is the problem is you've dimmed the the mood in the room, so I can't even think right because your your aura. pressing. Your aura is trash. pressing. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome once again. It's the Rewind Podcast. Uh, Femi and I are back. Nigeria has uh, failed to qualify to the quarterfinals of AFCON. It's disappointing. I feel bad about it. Like, after watching the game, I felt like this was supposed to be our competition. A few players had Obviously, shown. Only you got that You memo. know, it, it wasn't just me. A lot of people Only you did. got that memo. You, you know, but hey, at the end of the day, it didn't happen. Like, going into this competition, Femi, we didn't expect much from the Super Eagles. Eguavon came, came on the scene, changed a few things, and we started playing well. And all of a sudden, there was hope. But now, the hopes have been killed. You know, Oh, you're under international best practice. So I'll stick with that. Under international best practice. Egwavon should have more knowledge of this thing. Mm-hmm. Number one, being the technical director. Because I know Nigerians will start analyzing. Whatever Egwavon says, under yeah. international best practice, you've been on the job for over a year or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. You should have more you knowledge know. of the team. You should be able to sit in the dressing room and say, okay, Chukwuezi, I believe you can play on the left or on the right. Because I'm assuming that as a technical director, you know the innings of that team. Mm, so, right? so this begs the question, is he a good technical director? Well, Nigeria has its own sort of system. <laughs> yeah, That's why I'm trying to use international best practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that game, Uyo, in the tournament, yes, he played well in the first three games. I cannot deny. Knowing the mm-hmm. short time... He had to put mm-hmm, the team together. Mm-hmm. He played well, get his system through. There were no friendly games, get his tactics in. Some players even came in late. But with that said, you know, I think that if you're auditioning for a job, you need to do a lot better. Now, you Nigerians want to play good football. Mm. Good football doesn't always win you what you want. Mm-hmm. And I can mention quite a number of tournaments. In 2016, for example, the Euros, hey, Portugal didn't play the best football. Yeah, but they won. But they won. Yeah. And, and I was I was even telling someone recently that was it today or yesterday that the most times in competitions the teams yes. the teams that play the best football do end up winning. They get knocked out. Yeah, they get knocked out. Just and I, hard another luck, example fortunes. would be two thousand and four. Remember, I don't know. So for me, that was a, that was a big tournament, Euros. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was uh, the Czech Republic. Yeah, was it two thousand and four? Yes, that was the year that Greece won. Yeah. Czech was beating Czech, Czech beat um, um, Holland. They beat Germany. Took them out with ease. Like yeah. their football was mad. There was uh, Barosh, Kola. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was Nedved. There was Popovsky. Had a very it good team. It was a good team. It was Peter checking goal. Yeah, they met Greece with all the attacking football. Greece and they lost. Everything. As a matter of fact, even the Russian team. I can't remember the 2008. Euros. Two thousand and eight. Two thousand and eight. The Russian team were playing team. fantastic football. Even on the African scene. What Ivory Coast in 2006, mm-hmm. remember Ivory Coast beat Nigeria mm-hmm. all the way to the final and lost it. They lost in the they, final. Uh, what Ivory Coast in 2012, mm-hmm. they they went all the way to the final, lost to Zambia. Yeah, via penalties. Sometimes you can play the best sort of football, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean, mean yeah. Man City is a perfect example. 
played great football. But, but, Dominated but, the game, but, still lost to Chelsea. In but the final. I, I feel a gravel because I was thinking about this before that quarterfinal game. In fact, when we started playing well, quarterfinal, uh, quarterfinal uh, before we sorry the second round. Because all of a sudden, I started, I'm like, you're, you're, you're thinking like every other Nigerian. <laughs> well, we all thought we were going to the quarterfinals, but anyway, well. when after the second game, I, I was thinking the, the only outlet for this team, the Super Eagles team, is the wings. Was it it was obvious. It was was Simon and Chukwueze. Chukwueze just was struggling to get into form. So it was just Moses Simon. You know, but Moses Simon was getting it right and it was the wing. So I was thinking, what happens when this team is being found out? It, and it was obvious that we were going to be found out very soon. Yep. Guavon should have created another means that we can have outlets. Either Moses Simon drops in deep to get the ball and then moves in or cuts in every time he gets the ball because it was obvious he was being doubled every time he had the ball. What was Guavon thinking? He made the changes very late in that game. Unfortunately, we got a red card. But it just makes me think, is he the man handling that he's handled the team uh, twice mm -hmm. uh, before? Mm -hmm. This is his third coming. Mm -hmm. And then you make this kind of error. Does that make him? Is he is he the man? Because I I see I, now I I, I want to believe he is because we've seen signs of something nice and he's learned from this. But moving forward, are we sure he's not going to make a similar mistake? So Uyo, for me, moving forward, I don't think he is. I think we need to get him. And I and this is me. I think he's 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 um, good as a technical director. He can take Nigeria if we fail to get Pesero in quick enough for that match playoffs. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, we need to look for a long-term solution. So whether we qualify for the World Cup or not, Eguavon is not the Eagles' long-term solution. Because you so want he should to, handle the Eagles for the game against Ghana. I totally agree. Because he's been there. He's at least had four games to audition. If he, if he qualifies us for, for after the Ghana game, sorry. If he qualifies us for the, for the Ghana game. I still think that we need more. Our backroom staff, look. Our we shouldn't go staff, to the World Cup. Our Eguavon. backroom staff generally for me is poor. And I think it's one angle that we're always picking on the guy in front. But remember, you're as good as... The people the, around you. Exactly. Yeah. Who are the people around him? Dr. Terry Aguaje. Mm -hmm. There's Aloy Agu. Mm -hmm. Who's Joseph been there forever, Ubu. by the way. Salis Very inexperienced. Uh, just I'm came like, back from... I'm, yeah. I'm like... <laughs> like and then you know. have the technical team. Austin, JJ Okocha. Who, by the way, was nowhere near the camp Kanu of the Eagles. He was on TV. Kanu was busy doing there social was, media videos. Uh, what's his Amokachi. name there? No, there was not. It wasn't even a Mokachi. There was Garbalawa. No, Garbalawa was in Nigeria. Wow, that was. I'm just on. saying that. Look, generally, we do not have that sort of tech. Look, a lot of things have to change. Number one, our goalkeeper coach has to change. That's my opinion. Aloy Agu has been on that job forever. And we have not produced another good goalkeeper <laughs> since Vincent <laughs> Enyama. Yeah. Kali Keme almost came through, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. of what happened. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't even trained right here a lot. I'm just saying that we've got a goalkeeper coach. And we're not seeing a lot of changes. Yeah, and we still have that issue. Maduka Okoye, he's uh, all right. He's not bad, but hey, he's world not class. He's not the world class. He's yeah, not the he's best the, goalkeeper yeah, but, but on the he's African still scene. Young and he has Uyo, time. He's not the best goalkeeper on the African scene. I'm uh, narrating it. Yeah, Let me even narrate yeah. more, a little more. Of the big teams, we have one of the poorest goalkeepers of the big teams. Yeah, true, based on their true, reputation, true. not what they do on the African scene. It, like we compared to Vincent Enyama, this is way below. Compared below. to Morocco, Morocco has got Bono. Mm -hmm. Andre Onana is for Cameroon. Yeah, those are those are world class. Mendy is for mm -hmm. Senegal. Those are world class players. So we're not on any level with those guys. So mm -hmm. what I think is, we need to get someone long term for the Super Eagles. You know, I, I hate to say this, but we raised it up in our when we walked through the door. I think we shouldn't have sacked Raw when we did. 
Uh, I think okay. that Raw should have taken the team to the Nations Cup. Mm-hmm. Whatever the outcome, we now decide. But but you you know I share the same same thing. Like yeah. I, I feel Ghana Raw should have been allowed to handle the same at least for the Nations Cup. When we're done with the Nations Cup, uh, the World Cup qualifiers. Yeah, I mean I f- I, Ooh, I the feel after the, the reason is here already. But but you know you know the thing like what we've seen after this the three games the Super Eagles played in the group phase of the of the Nations Cup has now made it kind of like opened our eyes to see that hey there's potential in this team personally I didn't see any potential Ooh, yo, so like it was is... the same thing over and over again yes we were winning games yes we were struggling to beat the likes of CAR and we got the results sometimes but but it, you just was like oh, man I don't see this team beating a, a world class team Ooh, yo, so this is what I think you know when Rock came on the scene we had the first World Cup qualifiers we took out Algeria, we is Cameroon, Zambia. And I'm referencing this because we all thought, oh, this is different. Now, as Raw moved on in the in his time at the Super League, he realized that our biggest problem is our defense. We are naive in terms of defense. We always lose concentration. Most of our recent losses have been as a fault of our defenders. It's not like we were outclassed. Our defenders just went to sleep. You mentioned the Argentina game at the World Cup. Our right wing back watched the left back of Argentina passed him defensively was asleep. Now, yes, you could blame Roe by saying, oh, Roe should have taken out Moses from that game. The second one at the Nations Cup, it was also a game of, uh, what's his name? Indidi. Fouling Mares at the edge of the 18, late into the game when it was 1-1. Now, the same thing happened at this Africa Cup of Nations. Defensively, we should have handled that situation a lot better. What I'm saying here is, I think what Roe did was he realized where our strength is and realized where our weakness was. You don't need to play great football to win. You just need to play. Chelsea on that Tuchel didn't play the best of football. But Chelsea mm-hmm. became a force to reckon with because of how they were set up. I felt that Raw would have done a lot better. And that's my opinion. Uh, well, I, I feel like Raw wouldn't have done any better. Like, I, I feel like we wouldn't have, have won. Have no, I, I, I feel like we wouldn't have won the Nations Cup. He would have progressed past this stage. But we, because he's very defense-minded, Eguavon is very attack-minded with the way he set up his team. So maybe that would have countered what Tunisia had to play. And we wouldn't have even been playing like this in the Nations Cup. However, I don't think Raw would have won the Nations Cup with the Super Eagles. With the kind of football we're playing prior to the Nations Cup, I don't think he would have. So I, I'm not saying he should have been sacked because I still I, I feel like he should have. It but was just a short time. Pitch. It was just a short time. But that's done. It's over. Over. Where do we go from here? Pizarro now looks like uh, he Pizarro himself is not even sure of getting the job anymore. Pizarro uh, should get uh, the job. Uh, he well, has he signed papers? He's yet to sign papers, but he's been contacted. I heard there are issues with uh, the amount of money he wants to pay his backroom staff. Uh, the NFF is saying we are going to pay you your salary. Go and figure out what you're going to do with the money. But he's asking for more because he's bringing in back backroom staff. So uh, personally, I think Eguavon, let's not make the same mistake. Let's allow. Just see off the Ghana game, and from then on, we know what we are going to do uh, moving forward. But is that your take? You, you feel the same I way? I think I totally agree. Let Eguavon think at the team for um, March. You know, it's it's the it's the devil and the deep blue sea. If we're not just employing a manager for a tournament, if we're employing a manager to develop football generally, uh, more work needs to be done. I mentioned the backroom staff one. I also think that too, we need to do a proper football development. We've um, relegated our under 17s, under 20s. We've really failed in that department. General Raw didn't do all of that. 
that's not his job. Yeah. That's and that's why I'm switching back to Eguavon mm-hmm. as a technical director. You need to do more in terms of development. We need to see your blueprint. Yeah, because how you affect those teams. Because if you look at the current crop of players, most of them played in the age grade competitions in the past. You know, the attack line, Awuni, Yanacho, Sodikuma, Chikwezi, they all played in in, mm-hmm. in those competitions and that, that led to where we are right now. But Leaving Nigeria aside, it's done. We didn't qualify. Yeah, we cried. It's over anyway. <laughs> Guinea have failed to qualify for, for the next round. I cannot imagine <laughs> what they will be thinking of when they meet their head. Of, like, you know when they meet their head of state? Like, guys, guys, have you have you guys, contributed the money? Have you paid it to the account? Have you sent it back? What we told you. It's one of our, I'm sure you know they have two oddlies by the side. Uh, they are gone. That guy probably have like 14 Exactly, oddlies. like they're gone off facing up like <laughs> who goes first. Maybe that's but, the reason why Navigator didn't play in, in this game, in the second round game. No, he was suspended. Yeah, oh, he was suspended. He was suspended. Okay. But you know what was amazing? <laughs> the fact, despite debutants Gambia going for, it was that Tom Sainfield yeah. We chased that guy to here. You know, yeah. we almost offered him the job, but the same one as I know. But come on now. Come on. Come on now. I do look at Gambia. It's Gambia now. And Gambia in the round of sixteen. We're not. Yes, they they they're in the round of sixteen with Nigeria. You think they would have been playing the same football Gambia is playing? He would have tried that. I don't even I nah, come on, what's what's his uh, what's his antecedents? Uh, anyway, let's leave that aside. Gambia has qualified anyway. Good for him. He's not a Nigerian coach, but he's the coach of Gambia, uh, let's hope the Guinean players will get home safely and everything will be fine. I doubt if anything is going to be done to them. They probably will just take I, off from there. I'm sure most of them will go back to their clubs. Jackpot, jackpot. <laughs> because the president has warned them, if you come back without the trophy, you're paying the taxpayers' money that we used to, that we spent on As you. In, it's just straight out jackpot. Like, <laughs> no really, there's no need. So yeah, we're done. Femi, we are done. Uh, you said it. Do I have to repeat it again? Like okay. you have to say, hey, to people, I'm, I'm, I'm. Okay. Yeah. Then you say something. You'll be like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're gone. Uyo, why do I have you, to see? Repeat? Let me tell you the thing. I, I'm basically carrying this podcast on my shoulders. Uyo, like she, Uyo, I'm, I'm carrying this Uyo, podcast she, on my shoulders Uyo, and I'm moving it around. Uyo, she, when I came in and I said I was the showstopper and you refused, you I are said, not okay, the showstopper. I'll let you handle the it. The only thing you stopped I'll was let you, handle you stopped it. me from talking. That's what you. I'll let you handle it. Now that I've allowed you, and you're still begging me to come back, ladies and gentlemen. I think we'll kick Shergo out. Uh, I say Shergo. See? What, see, what? Let's just go. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time.